Is this the first installment of the Songwriter Diaries, our new podcast? Can you tell we're new to this? (laughs) Um, So my name is Caroline Stump, and my name is Megan Albert, and we are both students at the University of Colorado, Denver. Yes, ma'am. We're both singer-songwriter, music business majors, right? Yep, Yep. double majors. Yep, double majors. We're the Gilsack Wolf here. Um, so basically this podcast is going to be the songwriter diaries, and we're going to talk to different songwriters, such as each other, <laughs> today, and ask different questions about the songwriting process and songwriting in general. Before we get into the questions, I want to shout out my best friend, Lily Ute. Hi, Lily. I know you're listening. Um, she has a challenge called New Song November. This is her second year doing it, I believe. Oh, wow. I thought it was the first year. Mm-mm. Second, she's she's on a roll. Um, but basically, this challenge is to write a new song every day in November. Um, she has a bunch of rules listed, basically saying each song has to be a minute. It's okay if they suck. Um, just to write every single day, and she'll be doing this challenge along with everyone. And Megan and I are also going to attempt it. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll leave um, Lily's links down below so you can follow that process. Mm-hmm. And we'll leave Megan and I's links to social media down below so you can follow our journey and our attempt to write a song <laughs> our guys. Or lack thereof. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and that is called hashtag new song November. Yeah, make sure to use the hashtag so we can all like see each other's posts on the social media. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so now getting into the questions yeah. that we have prepared for each other since we don't have a guest to ask them to, we're just going to discuss them <laughs> with each other. <laughs> yes, and please um, comment in the comments below. I don't think the... you can comment on SoundCloud. <laughs> <laughs> I think you can. Can you? No, I think you can. Oh, you might be able to. Let us know. No, we're not tech savvy. <laughs> we obviously are not. <laughs> um, well, I'll ask you first. Um, so why do you write songs, Caroline? <laughs> um, basically... Megan and I are both fucked up in the head. <laughs> Can I say that for a It's our own podcast. We can do whatever the fuck we want. <laughs> and I started writing songs. Uh, <laughs> I started writing songs a lot more when I got into middle school because that's when I started writing my first EP. Um, but basically, I used it as a process. In middle school, it was to get over breakups, but now it's to get over anxiety. And that's actually the same thing. Yeah, pretty much, honestly. And I continue writing songs just to express my emotions and also evoke emotions from other people because I think that's really important. Um, and I like writing about more difficult topics to get those emotions across and also, again, evoke those emotions from other people. What do you write songs, Megan? <laughs> um, well, I guess we kind of come at it, like you said, from the same angle. Um, I've been writing songs since I was, like, like really little, but mm-hmm. I really started pursuing it when I entered high school, because um, I had, I went to Christian high school in Oregon, and um, I was in the, a class called the American Song Project, and it was basically a class every day where you got to go into the music class for an hour and, like, just write songs and learn how to write songs and learn how to play an instrument, but, um, I've been really playing guitar since I was eight. So I've just kind of been like noodling around, and um, it was always just a really great 
way for me to de-stress and like I've always been a really anxious kid and my mom would have to put my head like over her heart so I could like hear her heartbeat for like hours on end when I would like have really like weird emotional like reactions to things like big crowds or stuff like that when I was a kid so um I just it kind of came out of that um just learning to get my emotions out like you said and then also I just really love storytelling and um I love like books and movies and I've written numerous songs about different stories that I've seen in different art forms like literature or film. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> So you said you've been writing songs for a long time. Do you remember the first time that you wrote a song? Um I do. Like I was in seventh grade, um, and I actually wrote it with my best friend. And from middle school, her name's Marissa Young. Shout out to Missy Young. <laughs> if you're listening to this, I love you so much and I miss you a lot. <laughs> um, we were like super, in, we were like the weird kids and like listened to Neil Young and Grateful Dead and like the Beatles and stuff. Um, and so we would learn like Neil Young songs and I would play them on guitar and we would sing them together. And eventually one day we were like, let's just write a song. And we wrote it and we it untitled because we were angsty seventh graders. <laughs> um, and then the real song, the first song that I wrote by myself was in eighth grade, which was like about entering high school and like being scared. And <laughs> <laughs> just being scared. And just being fearful for the real world, even though that was not the real world. Um, so oh, yeah. I love that. Yeah, when, um, what's the first time you wrote your first song? So my story is kind of sad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> <you tell? laughs> so I remember I wrote my first song when I was in first grade and I was on a bus and the reason that I know I was in first grade is because I found it years later in old boxes that my mom had kept and I wrote it when I read it I remembered writing it on a bus and it was titled Empty World. Oh my gosh. I know. Talk about angst. <laughs> and I think I was mad at someone. Someone told me they would sit by me on the bus and they didn't. And then I just over-dramatized it because it already was a shock. Yeah, who doesn't do that? Yeah. <laughs> so then I wrote a song called Empty World. Um, and I remember just one line was, in this empty, empty world, like all alone in this empty, empty world, as a first grader. Oh my gosh. I know, it's very sad. So precious. I had a great childhood. Shout out mom and dad. I actually did. That sounded sarcastic. I love my mom and dad so much. And they gave me the best childhood. I was just dramatic. But nothing's changed. I also wrote a song about a treehouse one time, so who knows what was going through my mind. That's amazing. What are um, some daily routines that you have in place for your songwriting so that you never get bored of them? <laughs> The fact is, Megan and I already know all of these things <laughs> uh, about each other just because we're really good friends, obviously, otherwise we wouldn't be doing a podcast. <laughs> so, she already knows these answers. Um, basically, I am horrible with daily routines because I am a procrastinator and also lazy. <laughs> um, but I try to free write as much as I can. Um, and I write a lot of songs based on free writes, even if it's just an idea from a free write and not necessarily, um, excuse you, 
even if it's not necessarily um, any lines specifically from the free write, I'll usually just drop down ideas. Um, and I have a lot of those that are living in my songwriting journal right now. Um, otherwise, I try to play the piano a little bit too every day to try mm -hmm. writing chord progressions. Um, I'm also recently learning how to play bar chords on guitar thanks to Megan. Yes. So I'm trying to implement those in my songwriting and mm -hmm. failing. So if anyone has any tips, let me know. Please do. Let me know too, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> so what are your daily routines, Megan? You know, I'm kind of in the same boat. Like, I would really love to tell you all that I have daily songwriting routines, but I really don't. <laughs> I would love to lie and say, yeah, I get up at 7 a.m. and I do a free write out on my balcony and I just stare at the world and, um, and then I drink tea <laughs> and do yoga. <laughs> um, that's my imaginary world that I make up in my head. <laughs> so, um, I would say what I try to do the most of is also free write. Um, that being just like wet ink rewriting in one of my journals or what is wet ink rewriting? Okay, so it's um this thing that my high school music teacher would make us do. Um and it was really annoying when we had to do it in class because we would just sit there in silence for ten minutes, like writing whatever we could. Anyway. Um <laughs> Um, so it's like you have to keep your pen on the paper at all times and you can't lift it up. So it's just like cursive, like nonsensical writing and it actually like really helps because you literally have to keep your hand moving or else it's just like a pile of ink on the page so you have to like keep oh, I love that yeah it's really awesome we should do it on the podcast sometime yeah I mean you won't be able to see it unless we make this a video like a live stream again let us know your thoughts yeah. we have no idea what we're doing we were saying though before that the beauty of a podcast is that we can sit in Caroline's living room in our pajamas as we are doing right now <laughs> <laughs> and it's great and there's no judgment it's so great Anywho, okay, so um, I like to do that a lot, and then I also, I just really like collecting stories, and I'd say that's a big routine of mine, maybe not daily, but like at least weekly, like I'll collect, like I'll read something in an article or a newspaper, or like my dad or my mom or my brother will tell me, like a cool story that they heard, um, and then I just like tend to jot those down, and I have like a whole list of interesting things and facts and stories that I want to write about in my journal, so I do that a lot. Is that your go-to writing process? Oh, great segue. <laughs> um, I would say actually, yeah, I would say storytelling is my go-to writing process. Um, I think a lot of times to get the ball rolling for my songwriting, it starts from like an exercise or a prompt because it just gets the writer's block out of the way because it, because I'm running from a prompt doesn't mean it's going to be great, so I can kind of just like let the editor side of my brain go, and then the creative side is just like, woohoo, we're having a great time! Yeah. Do you have any prompts that you recommend for listeners? That's another great segue. <laughs> um, prompts that I really recommend is something, um, one that I picked up from Anna Tibble, who's a really great songwriter, um, and also an incredible fiddle player. Um, she recommends doing 10 sentences of I statements that are all lies about yourself. So like, for example, like, I have 11 toes, or I used to live on Mount Everest, or like, I have rutabaga pimples. Also, really quick, there's another one. Um, <laughs> um, but I really, really, really love, and um, 
it's from Susan Werner, and she gave us um, paint samples with like silly names. So like I got a, a tan color and it was called Style Tan, and that's how I started writing Travel in the West. Yeah, Megan uses a lot of prompts. <laughs> um, so I actually I don't know if I know your actual writing process, and it's I'm because I don't have <laughs> one. But I get random spurts of inspiration, and I <laughs> see. <laughs> mm. <laughs> And, um, usually these are lyrical. They're hardly ever chord progressions, mm-hmm. because I'm not great at writing chord progressions. But I just have random notes on my phone and in my journal of one lines that I think would make a good song to write them mm-hmm. based off of. Oh, yeah. Um, or I just come up with a concept in my head. Like, a uh, song I most recently started writing, which I still haven't written chords for, it's basically about this woman who takes multiple identities and is like a runaway convict. Oh yeah. But I just had that idea and decided I wanted to write a song based off of that. But it was a really random idea. Um, so it's usually just those random thoughts, but I don't have a go-to. Do you have any go-to? Do you use prompts at all? Um, I'm a horrible songwriter, so I realize this podcast. <laughs> Not really. I. It depends. I really like the prompts. So since I'm not studying songwriting, we take a lot of songwriting classes. And one of the prompts, one of our professors, Doug Krauss, shout out. Ooh, shout out to Dougie Fresh. <laughs> um, that he uses a lot in his classes is to write based off a picture. And um, I really like those prompts. Um, I get a lot of inspiration from art, um, and yeah, so that's probably a prompt that I do most often. I also write based on titles a lot, and I got that from Owen Quartz, another professor. Shout out. Owen Quartz. Shout out to Owen Fresh. <laughs> and I really like doing that. I wrote a co-write with Annie James, my best friend. She's in LA. But um, we did a co-write based on a title called Red Number Nine. Ooh, I love that. Yeah. Oh, man. So we wrote a song based on that title, and that's all I put on. What do you think is the most common perspective that you use in your songwriting? Uh, first person. First person. Yeah, because I'm just straying away Recently, I've been straying away from first person and using third person, I'm like being like the omniscient narrator. Yeah, to tell other people's stories. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm just straying away from that now as a songwriter. Since writing songs for me was so personal, I've mm-hmm. always used first person and was telling my own stories in my own way through mm-hmm. the song. Um, but the past few songs I've written have been in third person, which is yeah, weird yeah. to me. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know what I do. <clears throat> I feel like I tend to write a lot of story songs, but in first person. So it's like I am the person that is going through all these yeah. things, which makes me sound so sad. <laughs> no, but or, Overboard isn't in first person. That's in third person. Well, yeah. It actually changes perspectives a lot, but like yeah. I don't think the general public really picks up on that, which I'm kind of okay with. <laughs> what forms do you? Um, again, this isn't changing a lot recently, too. 
I was originally very much verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, chorus, maybe an outro. Um, but now I'm string. I keep saying string. I love the day. Yeah, word of the day, string. Uh, but now I tend to lean towards other forms, like AABA form. Um, and I, I discovered that I really sometimes don't like writing bridges. And that's most of the time. And then I was like, oh, well, I don't even need to write a bridge. I can just write another verse. So that's been a whole new world. Interesting. <laughs> because um, I think, yeah, a lot of the songs I've written recently don't even have a bridge. They just kind of have another verse that may be slightly altered. So it could be considered a bridge, but in my head it's another verse. Mm, yeah, that makes sense. What form do you usually write? Um, I'm with you. I usually, like... At first, when I was first writing, it was always just verse chorus, no bridge, no outro, no intro, just verse chorus. <laughs> <laughs> and then I slowly progressed and like went into like adding bridges and more complex things, I guess. Um, and then I've more recently been introduced to like AABA form, which for some reason has been really difficult for me to implement. And I always just find myself wanting to go back to verse chorus and like having like a hook. Yeah in the in a chorus kind of way but it's weird so i'm working on like kind of getting out of that yeah and also i've been really enjoying just like challenging myself with adding bridges that like deviate like deeply and yeah. i haven't really done it well yet but i want to work on it <laughs> definitely so megan i know you're in a band you're in two bands mm, true um which bands are you in um, I'm in two bands called, um, one's called Sister Neapolitan with, um, Alana Margolis, or Margulies, <laughs> that's an inside joke, and, um, Katie Smith, and then I'm also in a band called Goodnight Vincent with, um, Jesse Wheeling and Joel Elliott. That's awesome. Yeah. So do you do songwriting in those bands? Yeah, I do, we, both bands do songwriting, like, co-writing group things, um, and in Goodnight Vincent we have, like, three or four um, originals that we do that in our set, like that we all wrote together. And then in Sister Me and we currently only have one, but we're working on getting more. That's awesome. Yeah. Are you working on any projects or recordings? Oh, well, not really. Um, you say that? <laughs> I've been very busy and doing a lot of stuff on the business side of mm -hmm. music and less so on the songwriting side in like a professional way. Mm -hmm. um, I have a few gigs in December. Ooh la la. Yes, so that'll be good. Um, but otherwise, I'm communicating with the um, man, uh, that I did my <laughs> first EP with um, when I was in middle school um, to see if he'd be interested in recording um, sometime in the near future. So, we shall see. Um, but yeah, and I, I've been doing some backup vocals for friends. I did backup vocals for my friend Culturally Brown. His band is Culturally Brown and the Bad Habits. <laughs> um, but I got to do some fun backup stuff for them and gospel vocals. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was a really good time. Um, this is always honestly one of my favorite questions like to hear people answer. And it's, um, what are your, like, who are your biggest influences? Or, slash, 
or in addition to current topics? So, I have to say one of my biggest influences is the Beach Boys. Not even because I sought them out <laughs> as an influence, but my dad is obsessed. Um, he's seen them over 300 times, I think, was the last update. I'm named after the song, Caroline No. If you don't know that song, if you don't know Pet Sounds, please yeah, go listen to it. Educate yourself. I just got a tattoo of a lyric from that song. So basically, they've just been around my whole life. And my brothers are named after Brian and Carl Wilson. So I didn't really have a choice to have them as an influence. They just were. Um, and I think that's where my love of harmonies came from. And also just a lot of their songs, a lot of their songs have so much emotion, um, especially Caroline No. Um, and a lot of the songs in Pet Sounds. That album, it's amazing. Mm. So they were definitely an influence on me, especially um, especially that album. Uh, less this, I don't do surf music, you know. But, you know, still great, but I, that's not my jam. Um, I, I'm trying to think of other influences. Oh, definitely the same thing was Paul Simon and Garfunkel. My parents listened to them all the time. Basically, my parents were my influences, but then they gave me music. Um, so they were also huge influences. Love them. And currently, there's so many good songwriters out there right now. I, I'm thinking about them right now because I just saw them in concert. But the band Bird Talker, everyone will look them up. Seriously. Oh, my God. Their songwriting is amazing. And so I'm one of those people, this is another question, um, but I'm one of those people that focuses mainly on lyrics and not on, oh, yeah. like, the musical structure, which isn't the best, but I... But it's just another yeah, but I love lyrics. So when I listen to a song the first time, that's the first thing that sticks out to me. And that's usually the first thing I write. Mm-hmm. Um, and their lyrics are just incredible. Um, I also love Sarah Bareilles because who oh, doesn't love Sarah Bareilles? Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, Nora Jones, Fiona Apple, those are both big influences mm-hmm. in my life. And honestly, who I strive to be. Um, especially Nora Jones. We love Nora Jones. Oh, we love Nora Jones. Who are, you, who are your biggest <laughs> influences? I feel like, um, this is, like, hard, but also, like, a no-brainer. Mm-hmm. Um, Paul McCartney. <laughs> Megan is in love with Paul McCartney. I love him. <laughs> We've both seen him live. I just oh. want to take a moment to brag about that. This is amazing. I've seen him live twice, actually. Oh, well, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> and I actually just saw Paul Simon. Um, I have met Paul Simon. You know this. What? Yeah, I met Paul Simon when I was, I think I was eight or nine, but my mom made me run up to him with a CD and made him sign it, and then we got pictures, and yeah. It was one of the highlights of my life. I'm in shock. Oh my god. I don't, I'm sure you've told me that before, but I was probably, like, so in shock the first time that I, like, just went out of my mind. Yeah. Like, there's no way that is That was not for you. <laughs> oh my god, as well. So definitely Paul McCartney, just because similar to how like you grew up with the Beach Boys, I grew up really like literally came out of the womb and said the Beatles. Like, <laughs> um, my dad is one of the biggest Beatles Beatles fans, slash like has just watched those, and um, he loves them, and I love them, and 
normal family loves them and they've seen them once or twice. Um, and just like, I just love Paul McCartney's solo career and like his mm-hmm. Wings like, uh, with Linda. Uh, and then the solo career after Wings uh, and like his career right now. Like, uh, you know, like, and not everyone loves his new albums, but like, honestly, like, he's, you know, still making music and he's almost like 76 years old. It's, I think he actually is 76 years old. Yeah, he's, um, he's getting up there. He's getting up there, but um, still doing good stuff. And I guess another huge influence of mine is Tom Petty. Um, rest in peace. And it was like a hard hit when he passed because I've been listening to him my entire life. And um, yeah, his songs just had had a really profound influence on me and my songwriting. And I just literally there is on my bucket list it says write a song with Tom Petty and then he died oh, and gosh. I was like so upset and also two days after he died I got diagnosed with depression so there's that <laughs> I mean I'm so upset <laughs> I know iconic honestly um and then another like oldie um influence of mine would be Joni Mitchell just mm. because of her storytelling and the yeah. use of like harmony like on her instrument and she had apparently like um really bad arthritis, like rheumatoid arthritis, and so that's why she wrote in all those, like, weird open tunes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because it just, like, takes such little movement to create such cool um, stuff, and so that, she's really awesome. And then current songwriters I'm really into are, like, Anna Tibble and Jeffrey Martin. Yeah. Um, Shout out to um, them. Love them a lot. Um, (laughs) They're definitely listening. (laughs) I hope so. (laughs) And um, also Sasha. That's just her. Oh my gosh, yes! I just started listening to her recently. She's amazing. Oh my gosh. Her lyrics. Yeah. Alright, let's roll the To round off the. If that's even a thing, round off. I think it is. End off? End off the. Round off the podcast (laughs) here. What are some of your future goals? Um, I think some of my future goals as a songwriter are mainly just to keep writing. I think that no matter where my career takes me, if it takes me more in the business direction of the music industry, um, if it takes me into publishing, which I'd love if it did, and mm-hmm. I got to be a songwriter, um, I just want to keep writing and keep performing if that's still what I love to do. And even if for some reason I end up in a career that's not even within music, mm-hmm. I want to keep writing because it's had such an amazing impact on my life and I've met so many amazing people through it. Um, and gotten through so many difficult times through my writing uh, and getting those emotions out. Um, yeah, and I just want to keep meeting people and keep having those relationships with people mm-hmm. um, through songwriting and through music because I think it's one of the most powerful things that happened in my life. I agree. I couldn't agree more. Um, what are your future goals? My, I guess mine would be pretty much similar to that. Just like being happy and healthy and making a um, profitable income <laughs> something that I and love. making money and I want to be rich <laughs> just kidding I literally just the goal of mine after I graduate is to give my parents a really nice vacation and oh, like pay them back for years and years of well now you're making me look like shit for not <laughs> saying that uh, mom and dad I'll buy you a nice vacation if I have the funds <laughs> Me too, Dad, and Mom. <laughs> um, and James, I know. But, um, yeah, I, 
guess I would, I would just like to keep writing too, and um, I just really want to, when I die, I just really want to be able, like, if wherever our souls go, go, <laughs> wherever they go, I just really want to be able to look back on my life and be like, yeah, I had a positive impact on the world that I left. I guess I wrote the song because we're obsessed with Criminal Minds and other crime shows. We promise we're not insane people. Um, but we just wanted to write a song about murder. You know, as one does. As one does. You cannot hear you. Megan <laughs> said, as one does. Yes. <laughs> and we are debating whether we should make this uh, series called The Murder Ballads. So let us know if you'd like to hear more songs that are based on crime shows and not on our personal lives. <laughs> so this is called... We don't have a name. <laughs> this is also a work in progress. So give us comments. Roast us in the comments below. <laughs> and uh, we hope you enjoy. Here we go. Again, it's a work 
in progress. <laughs> Once we have it complete, we will upload it to SoundCloud as an individual track, and you can listen to it edited and polished. <laughs> you know, this is a never be afraid to mess up. Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> now we're in the podcast. <laughs> and this is all just me rambling to make up an excuse for why we mess up. <laughs> also true. <laughs> So here we go from the bridge. You got bad from the birth, another victim on your eyes. Suddenly the night was in my head. I couldn't hear you scream as you always had me. It was time. Take Thanks for listening and tune in next time for the song of the day. Bye bye. Bye bye now. <laughs>